<laughs> Dog Ziggler. <laughs> Dog Ziggler. Uh, and Robert Rold. Talks about everything from professional wrestling to that summertime heat, and why are we feeling it in the spring? Cause boy, oh boy, I'm sweaty. It's hot, hot, daddy, hot. I am partially nude. <laughs> you know, Just it's... sitting here in the dark at Shade Sexual Palace. Underwears, no shirt, nothing else. Window open. Bro, it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a hot summer. Fact, this is fact. It's funny. A couple weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, I was like, "Should I start looking into getting shorts for the summer?" I was like, "I'll wait until as long as I can possibly wait." Nah, man. Amazon's about to get a, an order real soon from shorts. So I can't yeah. be working in jeans all day. Hot. Most, uh, definitely. But you know what else is hot? Not tonight. Not backlash. Grapples to apples on SoundCloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples, the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As always, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual. The very moist. Whoa. <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at night himself. Your boy, the general. Your champion. Your god. Shades. Joined by probably an equally sweaty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespeare candidate, major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you to be, that's well, because baby, that's who I is. As Thrillium alluded to, <laughs> WrestleMania Backlash just wrapped up maybe, I don't know, 20 minutes ago or something like that. Um, it wasn't hot. No. It wasn't even lukewarm. Can never be hot. It was, it, it was ice cold in my opinion. I mean, I didn't get to see literally the first half of the pay-per-view you didn't miss I, anything I was doing wedding stuff you didn't miss anything but what I got back for boy oh boy uh, speechless absolutely speechless but thrill yes sir there are seven matches on the card including one pre-show match can't get into any of that Unless, can you do me one favor? Yes, sir. Ring me that bell. So the pre-show match, kickoff match, whatever you want to call it, was Sheamus versus Ricochet. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch this. I completely for- I fell asleep and woke up at 730. Um, but from the booking alone, I don't understand the point of this. Ricochet hasn't really been on TV much. Um, he's been doing more stuff on main event than anything else. So to have him in a match with Sheamus doesn't really make sense to me, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't get it. 
Um, he's currently the United States champion. Um, but it doesn't say that his title was on the line in this match. So not. I, I just don't add what was, what was the point of this? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now and it's a throwaway pre-show match for one ricochet who's being underutilized and two, it's just not for the United States championship, not for anything. It's just Sheamus versus ricochet. Now are they beefing on raw? Who knows? I have no am. I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Everything about but, this, I don't know. I don't know. It's still mind blowing to me that we're at a point where Ricochet is just used as fodder for a pre-show match. It's it sucks because like ever since that like Brock Lesnar match at um. One of the shows, mm, I don't mm-hmm, know if it mm-hmm. was the Saudi show or the the Australia show, where he was just he won like a battle royal. I think it was a Saudi got, show, and then you get squashed in like two minutes. Yep. yep, so yep. I, I don't I don't know what the, this pay per view is. Man, I don't know what WWE is doing anymore. Let me tell you something. A quick overview. This is not WrestleMania backlash. It's WrestleMania back trash. Okay. Come on, come on, give it to me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come nah, that was come on. That was, that was, nah, that was lazy. Back trash? Come on, come on. That was lazy and lame. So double <sighs> offensive. Whatever. No respect. You gonna talk about the second uh, match or no? What match? <laughs> the next match. Oh, I, th- I told you, you have to cover the first half. I- I'm not in until at least match four. Mother may I. Um, so the opening match of the show proper was Rhea Ripley defending her title against Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Um, they gave them a decent amount of time, I suppose. But, I mean, you and I talked about this during predictions. There's only one outcome that makes sense here, and that's where they went. Um, I appreciate that they had these women open the show, considering what they had for the rest of the night. This had to go here. If you put it somewhere else in the middle, then it gets looped in with the garbage that followed after this. Um, And you couldn't put it at the end because of the final two matches were the final two matches. So it made sense to me that they opened it, gave them room to breathe. Um, WWE's had this thing where they've been bookending shows with their bigger matches. You know, like they'll have the Universal title to open and the WWE to close, or vice versa. Uh, they'll do two Hell in a Cell matches, one to open, one to close, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, letting the Women's Raw Championship open, I thought it's good. The match was whatever, I guess, and Rhea Ripley retains because duh. Um, speaking of Hell in a Cell matches, we got a a, a preview. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a promo for Hell in the Cell, which, uh, and I'm only bringing this up because I didn't get to see this match, so I have nothing to add. So I'm just mm-hmm. adding this. Mm-hmm. Um, there 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 was an advertisement for Hell in the Cell on June 20th. Mm-hmm. I thought we were doing Money in the Bank next month, bro. I can't keep track. I don't even think they can keep track of what they're supposed to be doing. But yeah, Hell in a Cell is supposed to be the next show that they were, they ran the promo they ran the promos. Um, during the show, 
Oh, let me see something. Backlash will take place on May 16th, switching dates with that year's Money in the Bank. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, the next show is TakeOver in Your House the, the week before. They're doing another TakeOver in Your House? Yes. And then Hell in uh, a Cell. According to the wiki. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah something a, that according too. to the wiki, there is a TakeOver in Your House. And then Hell in a Cell on June 20th. And then Money in the Bank, I'm guessing in July. Yeah, July 18th. So there you go. This it's now been switched and pushed back twice. Yeah, it was supposed to be this month. Mm-hmm. It got pushed back to next month, and now mm-hmm. it's got pushed back to July. I would imagine that's happening because let's be honest, they don't really have anything in place right now. Who like if we had money in the bank right now, who's winning it? I have no idea. Oof. Um I okay. could I couldn't maybe do that sing- for a weekly. Yeah, I we couldn't do, do a single a wrestler right now who I think would be a shoe in to win the money in the bank. They would have to definitely have to go somewhere left field. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we saw how that how well that turned out last year with Otis. No, no, no. I'm talking about not that. That's not left field. That's not even on the same road. <laughs> I'm talking about like you do something crazy, have Ricochet win it. You know, you do something crazy and have like Mustafa Ali win it. You know, like that's what I mean by. As much as I would love that, you know it's going to go nowhere. No, no. what I'm saying is in terms of you don't have anybody. There's no one. Literally no one right now. In in both the men and women's. They have to start building now. They've got two months to build somebody to be a credible money in the bank. Unless on the men's side, you're just going to do like Braun Strowman or something. That's, That's whack. He's done it before. Has he? Yeah, remember he challenged Roman Reigns at Hell in the Cell, and then Brock came and beat the hell That's out of him. That's what that. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Monster in the Bank. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, he's the. I mean, he's the only one on the men's side that makes sense to me right now. Mm, I don't think so. And the only reason he even makes sense is because of the outcome of tonight. But I don't know. Whatever. Let's let's move on to the third match of the show, where we have. The dirty, the dirty dogs, the dirty dogs, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. <laughs> Dog Ziggler, <laughs> Dog Ziggler, uh, and Robert Roode. Um, <laughs> Robert Roode, <laughs> uh, defending their SmackDown Tag Team Championships versus the Misterios. Um, okay, so. You've got three and a half wrestlers who can wrestle very well, right? And then you have a kid who's learning. Unfortunately, because Dog Ziggler and Robert Rood have like zero heat to them, anything and anything they did, I swear to you, it felt like I was watching SmackDown. Does not feel like a pay-per-view match. The only thing that made it feel like a pay-per-view match was the finish where Dominic hits the frog splash, uh, yeah, the frog splash to get the victory, and the Misterios are the new tag team champions. Yeah, a la his dad, Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> um, what's funny to me is you can tell that this moment meant a lot more to Ray than it did to Dominic. 
because they win the titles and immediately Ray grabs Dominic and they're like in the middle of the ring, clutching the titles on their knees. But like Ray's like really like his head is in the mat. He's like super ecstatic about this moment with his son. And to Dominic, it's probably just like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But like, all right, cool. You know? I mean, maybe Dominic was just like, yo, I'm not ready for this. I don't understand why we're putting the belts. I mean, it's, I, it's, it was definitely to have one of those like stats. There's like, yeah, uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic are the first father son duo to win right, tag team right, titles. Right, right. And this, this is definitely a legacy title, which is not league. true. Uh, Le Park and Le Park Junior are like tag team champions in CMLL or AAA or something like well, that. There you go. That doesn't exist, so they're the first right. father-son duo to hold WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Like I said, this is definitely a legacy win for Dominic. Maybe that's why he didn't seem so excited. Maybe he understands that this was more for the moment than it was for anything that he earned. Um, mm. And don't get me wrong. This is not to say that he hasn't been working his butt off, because clearly he has. You know, I'm not trying to take anything away from the kid. He's, he's been, no bad bunny in the ring, but right. <laughs> you know, he's clearly been working. He improves in every match that we've seen. Um, there's been times where we've said, Oh man, we're impressed with Dominic. Okay, cool. You know, but if his name wasn't Dominic Mysterio, is he anywhere near this title picture? He's not even in NXT. He's still the PC. Right. So, you know. Nice moment for the Mysterios, but this this match was where for me it goes from whatever to to what the f exactly. This is the beginning of it because sure, like nothing terrible happened, or to use one of your favorite words, nothing egregious happened in this match, but it felt like a smack. It was seventeen minutes of a SmackDown match. This was longer than the women's title match, and it felt like an elongated SmackDown match. This is the second longest match of the night. That's insane. Um, although that says something about one of the other matches, and, and we'll discuss that in a bit. So mm-hmm. now this is when things start to not even go off the rails. Like, they explode the rails. The rails no longer exist. This thing is just coasting on its side. In the backstage segment, you see John Morrison approaching a lock a door that says, um, backlash lumberjacks because the Miz and Damian Priest are scheduled to have a lumberjack match. And so John Morrison opens the door to approach the lumberjacks and it's a room full of zombies. Why? Why zombies? Because they're doing a cross, a cross promotion with Army of the Dead, which is Batista's new movie. These the the Snyderverse. What is this part? Is this part of the Snyderverse? No, because Zack Snyder was the director. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that movie should be something. Anyway, um, so so it's a room full of zombies, and I'm like, oh, please don't tell me this is what we're doing. And Morrison runs away, like scared, but he leaves the door open, and so now the zombies are out. And they're roaming around the arena. And I'm like, oh my god, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. And so then we get to, and there's another backstage segment with the Usos. And again, they show the zombies are just, you know, wandering about. I'm like, oh my god, this this is terrible. They're getting their thriller on, son. 
And then we get the match, and it's the Miz versus Damian Priest, and the Lumberjacks are zombies. Hmm. I legitimately watched a seven-minute wrestling match where the Lumberjacks were zombies. I'm going to say this again, and I'm not going to use our, our gimmick names. Jeremy, I watched a seven-minute match where the Lumberjacks were zombies. I understand suspending belief. I understand, like, having fun with wrestling. And it's, I mean, um, Joey Ryan came out with, uh, you know, phallic-shaped druids. The druids, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, any spooky do that Bray Wyatt does, the Undertaker and the uh, AJ Styles, the AJ Styles in a um in a boneyard match, the Firefly Funhouse match, I could suspend belief, but so far disbelief, suspend disbelief, disbelief. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but so far, I I can't. I can't. There's... Yeah. Yeah. No, I I'm with I'm you not... entirely. Um, fly a kite, WWE. Like I was, I am legitimately. I don't want to cover B pay per views anymore. If they're gonna pull this garbage, I don't want to cover B pay per views anymore. Yeah. Um. What was I? So, whenever I see something this ridiculous, I think to myself. It's funny that you mentioned the Joey Ryan thing, because that's usually my measuring stick. I'm not gonna lie. No pun intended. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I think of like something ridiculous that I've watched on, on some wrestling program, I think to myself, was this more ridiculous than Joey Ryan and the Druids at All In? And what is the difference? Why did I enjoy Joey Ryan's thing? Why did I think that was funny? But I think this is stupid. So that's something that I kind of always you know make sure to keep my bias in check, right? <sighs> Here's the difference. Joey Ryan is not meant to be taken seriously. The Druids were not meant to be taken seriously. His whole shtick revolved around his shtick. And so it all made sense. There was a storyline involving Hangman Page. Like it all, it, as dumb as it was, as silly, and that's the thing, it's silly. As silly as it was, it made sense for comical effect. It was comedy wrestling doing comedy. Damien Priest is not a comedy wrestler. The Miz should no way, shape, or form ever be a comedy wrestler. John Morrison was not a comedy wrestler. Are The Miz and Morrison funny? Sure. But that doesn't make them comedy wrestlers. Zombies, this was not played for giggles. This wasn't played for funny. This was played for, oh my god, it's the army of the dead. And they showed a tweet by Batista. Couldn't be there, but I heard my friends uh, went to WrestleMania Backlash. Hashtag army of the dead. I'm like, look, there's cross promotion. That makes sense. And then there's this. This is. Is this worse than RoboCop and WCW? Yes. Is it? And, and why? Yes. Why? Um, because Robocop, RoboCop was pretty dumb. That was pretty dumb. Let's be real. Yeah, but also you were too young to really like 
pay attention to that. I was too young to really pay attention to that. RoboCop just came out, right? They're capitalizing right. on it. Right. They didn't. He didn't play a major role. He just took the hinges off the door. That's it. He didn't okay. a- attack wrestlers. Okay. He didn't, um, you know, um, get too involved into the match. <clears throat> okay. 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 That see, that's fair rationale. Because I'm thinking to myself, like. The RoboCop thing was pretty dumb, you know, um, and sure, there's been like, I'm not even talking about like Shockmaster dumb or the gobbledygooker because those weren't in a match. This is part of a match. RoboCop was involved in that match. RoboCop was pretty dumb. But to your point, and I and, and I acknowledge that is his involvement was minimal. Where this was the whole thing. These zombies were involved repeatedly. They were lumberjacks. And then, and then, and then, the way this match ended, I better not see the Miser Morrison on TV ever again. They're dead. They're dead. They're zombies now. Mm-hmm. This is dumb. This is so dumb. This was so dumb. Damian Priest gets the win, by the way, in case you guys didn't catch that. But this, oh, God, this, I feel like, even. oh, sorry, excuse me, slapped my laptop. Um, I feel like even a child would find this dumb. Uh, I don't think there's a single person on this planet who could legitimately have watched that and enjoyed that. There is, actually. No! There is. On our YouTube page, on the, on the uh, YouTube page, on the Facebook page that we're on, the admin thoroughly enjoyed it. What? How? But he likes he likes crappy wrestling. I don't understand. I don't get it. He likes crappy wrestling, so he he can suspend belief and do stuff like that. Disbelief. I disbelief. Listen, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm t- I've been I've been running around literally all weekend. I am exhausted. You, if you're gonna if you're going to do it, you're gonna you're gonna be doing it all night. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. But yeah, I I can't I can't I I saw it and I was just this is what you're doing this is what you're doing a lumberjack no problem lumberjack match no problem man right you, you right. know you're you're evening the odds you know he's since Bad Bunny left it's been a two on one against right. Damien Priest right lumberjack match no problem mm-hmm. and. Uh, he's the archer of infamy. You know, he he used to be in the undergrounds in New York City, and um, yeah, exactly. So that like the lumberjack would suit him because he's used to that sort of environment. You know, see, I didn't even think of that. That you're 100 percent right. But to have zombie lumberjacks, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so bro. When I was watching it. I kept checking my phone, waiting for someone in the group chat with you, me, and the Suburban Brothers, for someone to say something. I'm like, really? Is no one going to say anything about this? And I was like, screw this. It's like zombies. Bleeping zombies. Well, I think (laughs) the Suburban Brothers were were having none of it. They're like, yo, we're not watching this. (laughs) I think they took the night off. (laughs) Yeah, I was was driving back, and I saw... Um, you know, I had had it on the dash of the car, and mm. I saw the zombies, and I'm like, 
So this is what y'all doing. I cannot wait for tomorrow morning to listen to what Brian Alvarez has to say about this. He is going to have a field day. I can already hear him. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's just, I can't, I can't, I can't do this anymore, man. I really can't. I can't. Look, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Let's, let's just keep moving. I, it's not, it's not even about talking about it later, man. It's just, WWE had the opportunity to do something like just some, a regular match to close out this, this feud. And you do something as cartoony as zombies. Yeah. We know they're not real, man. Uh, so now... That, that, that money from Army of the Dead must have been one heck of a paycheck, man. I guess. I mean, it's also helping promote Dave Batista. He's a former WWE superstar, so yeah, I guess it's twofold. I guess. Uh, the next match is for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship defending champion Bianca Belair taking on Bailey. Now, I I I I'm getting this impression from Bailey that she's become the female version of Sami Zayn. Ooh. Where she just tries to be as annoying as possible mm-hmm. and just isn't gonna ever win. I mean she already did. She was a champion for about a year. Yeah. Um But after that, what has she done? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, she has. I don't. I feel like they already have her playing the the like the the veteran role, putting over young talent, which is insane. I mean, granted, she's talented enough that she can help bring up younger talent, but. Bailey's not like 50 years old, 40 years old. She's mad young. She has so much career left in her. Why is she doing this kind of stuff now? She should be at the I mean, top of the pile, not putting people over. She's only 31 years old. Um, you got to also remember, there cannot be too many at the top right now. Sure. I understand that. So then give her something else to do. Don't have her just putting people over. For the sake of beating, and okay, so I get Bianca got it up with Sasha. Bailey's next at the top of the pile. You beat Sasha, you beat Bailey, you establish Bianca. I get it, I get it. But the way they play Bailey's character, she does not feel like a threat anymore. After losing it to Sasha, I feel like Bailey lost her credibility as a legitimate contender for the title. She's a joke now. Like she's Sami Zayn. She yeah. what she. What she does, all she does is do things for attention. That's it. Yelling at Michael Cole, yeah. um, interrupting like, uh, you know, promos in the back. It's it's female Sami Zayn. With the writing haircut. on the back of her hair today. But she's done. She does that. Um, 
Jeez, yeah, but the, but they like it. flaunted it today. And it was red versus just like regular. Like they're like, oh, there's a message in the back of her, and they kept talking about it. like after the match, they're like, oh, it goes with your haircut, blah blah blah. I was like, what are, what are we doing? Is that what Bailey is now? She's a haircut. Like, what? I mean, all she was during her reign was a haircut. It just got worse and worse. No, but I, look, maybe she got that haircut as part of the, the gimmick, but she was doing good character work. She was an annoying heel and putting on good matches and winning. She was the champion for, a year, for I think, if not more than a year, about a year for a reason. 380 some odd days. Yeah, there you go. So over a year and not it wasn't for nothing. It was just because she was annoying. She was doing good work. But now we've we've crossed over from, you know, a heel who's doing good work to just an annoying character mm-hmm. who's not doing anything. Because the match today wasn't even anything. The match um, was 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 like meh in my opinion. It was a below average match, but it w- it was still entertaining enough for me to be. Uh, to actually watch it, you know, again, me being tired, I was just like, all right, I'm going to put it on. If I fall asleep, I fall asleep and I'll wake up whenever I wake up. Um, I didn't really feel that. Um, there were some slow spots. But for the most part, um, the match was okay. I mean, I think the... Um, the, the the issue that I have is that they're really playing into Bianca's hair now. Mm-hmm. Like, Bianca's hair is a thing now. Like, before it was just whatever. But ever since the Sasha Banks whip, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's been a thing. So, I don't know if you remember Bianca's, like, beginning run in NXT. That was the same thing. They used to use her hair a lot when she started in NXT. Her hair was like half of her shtick, which is why I didn't like it. I remember thinking, all right, whatever. This is just a chick with a long braid. I'm over it. Um, She got better and she became less dependent on it. And then she debuted. It wasn't really, it was kind of just like part of her entrance. She would swing it, whatever. And then we had, like you said, the the Sasha Banks WrestleMania moment where she whipped the the ever-loving pigmentation out of Sasha Banks' stomach. Um, and now that was the, the focal point of this match. And the problem with doing that is exactly what happened in the finish here. When you have a, an item article, something that you can't 100% guarantee control over the room for error is significant. We had Bailey try and use Bianca's hair to her advantage, and then Bianca turns it around, ends up in a pinning predicament, and goes to use her hair to secure Bailey's legs for the three count. But because, again, we're talking about something fluid, like a giant braid, she can only grip it for a one and a half count. So she loses the grip, but Bailey has to hold her legs up for the rest of the count. And then you're stuck with the announcers going, did she kick out? Did she kick out? No, she got out of it. She got it. She got it. She got it. It doesn't look good. Yeah. It doesn't look good. And 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 now, like, it, it makes your finish and everyone involved look real dumb. Because the braid slipped out of Bianca's hair. 
just I don't I don't know. I as I'm telling you, I could not have been more disappointed. I'm telling you, this is I, I'm not happy with this show at all. I did not like this match. I expect so much more from these two women. I just I I don't know, whatever. Yeah, um I, I don't really much have have much to say except um the finish was sort of botched with the the braid. And again, as Thrill alluded to, I don't like that it looked like a botched finish. It didn't mm-hmm. the 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 announcers or was it Pat McAfee and, and Michael Cole were like, Did she get it? Like, I don't know, did she get it? She used the braid. And then the ref calls for the three. Uh, I also didn't like that the ref, like, he's like, um, Bailey tried to, you know, heel tactics, you know, she had uh, mm-hmm. her feet on the ropes, she was holding the ropes uh, to give herself leverage, and the ref's like, I'm, I've am i given Bailey one warning to the ring announce, like to the um the timekeeper's area. And I was like, oh, what is this? What is this? Is he getting my yellow card? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did he give him a yellow card? Yeah, I don't get it. What, do you, what is what is giving her one warning? I'm giving her one warning, and then I'm going to disqualify her. No, it's like baseball. The warnings were were given out, and next one gets tossed. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They should, they need to toss out this whole pay per view. So bad, so bad. Definition of yeah. bad. That that's but, what that's what the B and B pay per view stands for. Bad, really, really bad. Yeah. I guess let's move on, yeah? Yep. So the next match was actually not terrible. We have Bobby Lashley defending his WWE Championship versus Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the fact that they announce him as the almighty WWE Champion, Bobby Lashley. But whatever, that's stupid little me and my... You know, hangups. But I actually enjoyed this match. I thought this match is what it should have been. You got three giant monsters. You have Braun, whose thing is he's the monster among men. This giant, massive, ripped machine of a human being. Drew McIntyre, who's not exactly tiny either. Who's just as athletic as Braun, if not more so. And then Bobby Lashley, who's a giant muscle. So, like, what you want from this is what you got. Physical just like bashing each other led bashing each other to the leds destroying the announce table into the guardrails steel steps being a th- this man braun Strowman hit bobby lashley with the steel steps and then just threw it up the ramp come on yeah. son <laughs> braun Strowman goes for his his signature freight train thing and drew mcintyre catches him and gives him an over the head belly to belly like this is what I want from these three monsters. Yeah. Uh, my thing was at the top of this the the ramp area. My my issue was you clearly see a spot coming. Mm-hmm. Like like um like a stage spot. Mm-hmm. But I think like Lashley cut his head or like scraped his head on one of the panels because when he came back into the ring he had like um almost like a rug burn type mm. gash on his head i was just like is that preventable can can 
can they do something to safen that? Is that a, is that even a, a word? Like make that more safe? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I mean, other than that, this was Vince's wet dream. Yeah, this was. It was. It was. What's for dinner? It's beef. Beef. <laughs> well put, sir. Well put. What's for dinner? Beef, beef. Beef is what's for dinner. Um. And boy, oh boy. I th- I think this was like better than it had every right to be. Hmm. Um. A triple threat match, you usually get too much going on. Mm-hmm. And and you didn't have that. Everything was pretty streamlined. You know, um, everyone got their offense in, everyone got their their um their their moments to shine. Mm-hmm. So uh I I think that was I think that they did a very good job at booking the last half of the pay per view. I agree. I agree. Um okay. Let's let's move on to the to the main event. To the main event. It's for the WWE SmackDown Universal Championship defending champion Roman Reigns taking on Cesaro. Now, excuse me. Um with the story going into this, um, I think this was more about like the Usos and Roman Reigns rather than Cesaro, and they yeah. tried, they tried to make it about Cesaro when he was coming down, and um, I'll get into like my feelings on the entire match later, but um, earlier in the night. It's Jay that's with Roman right now, right? Jimmy Correct. came back. Correct. Okay. They're in the back talking about, um, I don't know, because I'm watching it on my phone, but I don't have the sound on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's definitely something about, like, dude, let's, like, just, I guess, like, let's fall in line together and we'll, uh, you know, rule the WWE as one, one Samoan nation. I'm guessing that's what it was. I also was, I had the sound off, but yeah. So then, before the match, Roman's in the in the in Gorilla with Paul Heyman, and Jay's like, "Yeah, we got this. Let's do this. We got this." And Roman's like, "We, nah, man. You you need to uh, you need to go like what do you say? Um, because um, we'll beat Cesaro or something like that." And he's like, "You don't think I can beat Cesaro?" Well, all right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, you, you starting to sound like your brother. Maybe you should go and find him. Mm. And I'm like, okay. And there, there, with him sending Jay away, I'm like, man, I know he's not going to, but I feel like Cesaro's got a chance tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, no Jimmy, no Jay. Paul Heyman doesn't get involved anymore. I was like, yo, Cesaro may actually have a chance. And then he comes out, um, and he has, like, on his sleeve, um, 
I know I can win. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they're like, oh, Roman Reigns has 39 world championship matches and and half a dozen uh, WrestleMania main events, and Cesaro has none of that. They're really driving home the fact that Cesaro hasn't done what Roman has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, and man, I, same, same, they, same as that. I also caught that they were saying. Uh, no one has lost a championship in a triple threat match since 2015. They kept like making all like you like you mentioned. They made all these comments throughout the match that really seemed like this was going to go Cesaro's way. What are you talking about? The match before? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, bleh, that's not what I meant. Um, no, no they, I'm sorry, but they kept making allusions to the fact that like Cesaro, like if he won, it'd be a big deal. Yeah. Um, there was a, early in the match, and then as the match progressed, his arm started to become a target, and Michael Cole kept hammering, "Oh, his arm's going to be a factor. Is his arm going to be a factor? Is that going to be how Roman defeats him?" You know, as soon as the bell rang, they said, "Is Cesaro going to try to out wrestle him, or is he going to try to outpower him?" Blah 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 blah. Like they were really were telling the story of Cesaro has no reason to win. And so I thought he was going to. Yeah. You got played, son. But see, this is like, I don't mind being played. I agree. Like, I agree. I agree. I want to think, I want to think that Cesaro has a chance. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I bring this up all the time, but I'll never forget when um, Okada versus ESJ going into the match. I'm like, there's no, ZSJ has no shot. This is Okada in the middle of this record, you know, reign. Does it have a chance? But the way the match progressed, by the time the match is over, you're like, oh my god, is Zack Sabre going to actually win this match? And that's the sign of a good match and a good story being told. When someone that seems like a no-brainer, and then suddenly you you can't you don't have no idea who's going to win, that's what it should be. You should never go into a match knowing who's going to win, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I, I always go back to No Way Out. Eddie Guerrero versus Brock Lesnar. Like now, Ooh, granted, uh-huh. I, I'm not looking at the dirt sheets. I don't know that Brock Lesnar's on his way out of the right, company. Right, right. But I'm like, Eddie Guerrero's got no chance, a snowball's chance in hell to win this match. Mm-hmm. And then when he wins, the pop is tremendous. Yep. So I'm like, man, maybe they go and do that again. You know, they, they're they're saying Cesaro like deserves it. He's done this. He's a veteran of that, a 20-year veteran. He used to run in the Alps as a child, mm-hmm. wanting to be universal champion one day. And I, I laughed at that. I was like, yeah, that's what he was doing. Running in the Alps, saying he wanted to be universal champion, and the belt wasn't even around. <laughs> Great job, Pat McAfee. Right. But yeah, and they kept hammering home like he as if he he deserved it more than Roman. You know, he works at this every day. He's in the gym seven days a week. Cesaro's always training. Blah blah blah. I'm just like, they're really doing their best to sell Cesaro. Yeah, and I appreciate they that. Him, they were trying to sell him as a main event um, player, mm-hmm. and I think the ending of the match definitely helps Cesaro's cause where he he's in the guillotine mm-hmm. and he is fighting it. Yeah. And Roman's fighting back. He's still fighting it. 
and then obviously uh, he essentially uh, succumbs to the lack of oxygen, mm-hmm. and Roman wins by technical knockout. And I'm okay with that finish. I think that finish makes a lot of sense. Now there like these little nuances that they 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 do in WWE, and they hit it on the head this time. Roman is sitting there, kind of like, man, this guy just almost took me to the limit. Mm-hmm. And then Cesaro like kind of jumps up, like he just regained consciousness. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that was a nice touch. Because mm-hmm. he's what happened? What happened? I didn't tap out. I didn't tap out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you didn't tap out. You got choked out. Mm-hmm. Like you can hang your head knowing that, like, listen, you're one tough son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it, man. Right, right. Um, I think, like you said, the finish of the match benefited Cesaro. I am inclined to believe that the post match did not help Cesaro. <sighs> okay. So, Jay comes down with the um, the tribal beads, tribal necklace, and puts it on on Roman Reigns, acknowledging his tribal chief. And he's like, "Let's get him! Let's get him! Let me get him! Let me get him!" And Roman's like, "Get him! Go for it!" Hits him with a super kick. Uh, you know, throws a couple shots while he's down. Puts him in uh, the drop zone for the Uso splash. And then we hear, burn it down. And I'm like, are we coming? First of all, Seth Rollins wearing the top 10 hideous suits. That thing was seen. horrendous. Um, he comes down. And he's looking at Roman. And then he starts attacking uh, Cesaro. I'm like, is he aligning himself with Roman or is he just beating him up for losing at WrestleMania to Cesaro? Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the thing they were doing. Yeah. It was just like... Because then Roman and Jay left and it just became Seth beating up on Cesaro. Yeah. So I think this has more to do with Seth wanting Cesaro and less to do with him helping Roman. What I was curious about was where was Jimmy in all this? When Jay ran out with the lay or the whatever it's called, um, I was like, oh, he came out with intensity. That's odd. Okay. And then Jay starts beating up on Cesaro. And I was like, huh, are we going to have Jimmy come down to save Cesaro? And then on SmackDown this week, we're going to get Jimmy and Cesaro versus Jay and Roman. Interesting. Okay, that's where I thought this was going. And then instead of Uso music hitting, Seth Rollins music hits. And now I feel like Cesaro just, if, if we're talking about like trajectory, he, he's going up, going up, going up, going up. He got to almost a peak, and now he took a step back. Yeah, especially getting his face kicked in by both. Uh, Jay Uso and Seth Rollins. Right, he ate a curb stomp on the st- on the on the chair. Yeah, like so. This just 
it just means that we're getting Cesaro versus Seth Rollins at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, <sighs> which I think is disappointing. I I don't I don't understand. We'll just have Cesaro get a taste of the main event scene and then back to the upper mid card. Yeah, whack, whack. But anyway, so that wraps up the show. That that's backlash or back trash. Huh? Huh? No. Try again. Second time? No, no, no. Oh, it's the, it was the worst execution this time around. <laughs> All right. So, to me, match of the night's a no-brainer. Um, but I'll ask you for your match of the night, Shades. Hmm. I'm going to go triple threat. Yep. That is the match for me on this show. That was the match that got my most attention. That was a match that I enjoyed the most. And don't get me wrong. I thought Roman versus Cesaro was good, but I thought the triple threat match was better. Yeah. Um, without the triple threat, I'm, I'm going Cesaro Roman also, Same. but at the end, it kind of got like too mm-hmm. convoluted mm-hmm. with everybody mm-hmm. coming down. Yep, yep, yep. I think, um, I think the triple threat definitely did a good job. Um, also, uh, looking at everything else, I can just tell how bad everything else was. Oh yeah, yeah. It saved the pay per view for me, like in terms mm-hmm. of our great my grading system. So, so let's talk about our grading systems. Other shows do number grades, letter grades, stars, hearts, horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons. But here are grapples and apples. We do topes. You get zero topes if you're if you're an abomination of professional wrestling. You get five topes if you are what professional wrestling is all about. So, on a scale of zero topes to five, where do we land? If you don't mind, Shays, I'll go first. Yes, I would actually wouldn't mind if you go first because you've seen majority of this. So we're gonna start at a two point five, right? I didn't watch them the opening match, but I'm gonna assume it's fine. Two point five, whatever. We typically don't include it in our grades anyway. Triple threat women's match, fine. Two point five. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, because I felt like I was watching SmackDown, it's got to come down to a two. Then the stupid zombie lumberjack match brings it all the way down to at least a one, if not lower than one. Um. Bianca and Bailey didn't do anything to help it, so that's going to stay at a one. The triple threat match I thought was really good. Good enough for a whole number? I don't know. Better than a half a number? Maybe. Let's let's call it a 1.5 for now. Maybe like a 1.75, somewhere around there. Um, mm-hmm. And then the main event also I thought was good, but not enough to really go anything crazy. So I may, I think I'm going to land at a two. Okay. 1.75 to something around there. Somewhere between a 1.75 and a 2. I thought this pay-per-view was awful, except for the last two matches. Um, But I really did enjoy those last two matches. So I can't go higher than a 2. I can go as low as a 1.75. So I'll say somewhere around there. Shades. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at the the last four matches. Because mm-hmm. I can't 
I can't grade it on the first three. I didn't see them. Not even the first. I'm okay. I'm trying to do some math in my head. <laughs> Damien, Damien Priest and the Miz, the Zombie Lumberjacks. It's terrible. Although I didn't see it, I'm still grading this match, <laughs> and it's dropping it down to a zero. Woo! That's why I had to like to think. Shots I'm like, am fired. I, I. That's why I had to think. I'm like, am I really going to do this right now? Yes, I am. It's a zero. Okay. <sighs> Bianca and Bailey. They didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. It stays at a zero. Mm-hmm. Now, this was my match of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go up to a one. Okay. And for the main event, it's not definitely not a one. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a one. Like I'm, I'm talking about in terms of of a whole point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm somewhere between one point five and one point seven five. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 But I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one point. I'm gonna go one point five. Okay. If 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 not for the end, it would have been a one point seven five. Mm. Mm-hmm. Fair, 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 fair. Yeah. But that zombies. Oh, oh man. man, those zombies was a real killer, man. And it, that's no pun intended. It's just really bad. It's really, really bad. Yeah. That's worse than the ring holograms at WrestleMania. Thirty-three. The the Randy Orton and Bray and Wyatt. Wyatt yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Worse than that. Yikes. So yeah, um, I I'm ending at a one point five. Okay, fair enough. So then, folks, that's gonna wrap up our recap and review of WWE WrestleMania Backlash. They should get a they should get a zero just for that name alone. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Where was, where was I going with this? Uh, that's going to wrap, wrap up our recap and review of WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, as always, you're listening to us on SoundCloud.com. Such grapples, Apple has grapples, the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, Instagram.com. Such grapples, apples. Again, that's grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us as many as and years as humanly possible because we appreciate it. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill with a thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, Mr. Certified. Whatever you need to be, that's who I be because, baby, that's who I is. Join remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell them who you are, baby. The man of the hour, the man with the power to sweet to be sour. Too sweaty to be sour right now. Bro, fact. It is hot. Cream of the crop. Rise to the top. Your boy. The general. Your champion. Your sweaty god. (laughs) Shades. Now, don't forget to check out our schedule, our regularly scheduled program this week for our weekly episode. All of our episodes from last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestler away. Peace! Peace and love.